This is your go-to podcast for the breaking news across the NFL. While breaking down how this might affect your fantasy team's success. Are you ready to be a champ? Then welcome to Fields of Fantasy. How's it going, everybody? It is your boy, Johnny B, and we are back for another daily deep dive with Fields of Fantasy. And we're finishing off the AFC West with the Los Angeles Chargers. It should be an interesting one, I think. I think there's a lot of good discussions to have. And as always, I am joined with Dowie, and Dowie's going to start us off by telling us the ADP and where he's going in terms of quarterbacks for Justin Herbert. So we've got Justin Herbert, QB7, ADP of 43. Last season, he finished quarterback 11. I think he didn't justify his draft position last year. He was going around three and four, wasn't he? I think he had a poor year. Um, They did have a lot of injuries, and they have now brought in Keelan Moore as their offensive coach. He was actually a quarterback, so I actually think that will help Justin Herbert. So I think... He has a good opportunity this year to at least match his quarterback seven. Yeah, I, I, I say at least that, but I opportunity to out, yeah, outperform that seven as well. He should do better than that, really. Um, he just had a bad year last year, but I don't think. I don't think the Chargers were very good either last year. Was the there? coaching was poor? They were poor all across the field, weren't they? It didn't matter if the offense or the defense was on the field they were just poor in general and I think a coaching uh, made a big difference in that and of course his wide receiver one was out for pretty much the first half of the season as well and, then and I think by, the, by they got to that point they were already not you know the record I don't think was that great if I can remember rightly and um, yeah then they had other injuries across the, their team as well but I think you know QBs do have off years and we shouldn't overread them and I, I would expect him to bounce back. I'm pretty sure uh, the season before he had an absolute flyer. So I don't think Herbert was bad last year. They ju- he just he didn't meet his ex. If you drafted Herbert where you did, he didn't give you the return. He, he didn't. But QBs are going to have years. But he has the potential to be, I think, challenging with um, the likes of I'm going to say it, Hurts, Allen. And um, Mahomes, I don't think he'll be number one, but I think he can challenge for the, you know, the, for for a top four space. And actually, I think that he could have a better season than Joe Burrow. And I think the way he plays, if he's playing well, generally will get more points per game than a Joe Burrow. And obviously, Joe Burrow is highly reliant on Chase, isn't he? I think as well to yeah. to get there. But and I think. There's a lot of pressure on the Bengals because the likes of Joe Burrow and T. Higgins are both going to sort their contracts out for next season. So they need to really push for the Super Bowl probably this year because it's their best opportunity to do so before handing over a massive contract to Burrow and then having to try and work out the rest of their team going forwards. So, But I really like Herbert. He was QB2 the season before and hit almost 400 points. That's yeah. his ceiling. I, I, I think he can outperform QB7. ADP 43, I'll be honest, I have no interest there. I'd rather get my skill positions. I mean, I don't, I haven't got much, um, I don't think I've got any shares in a redraft format. 
I've got it in Dynasty, but I have not got any in in redraft at all. Um, just because, I, as you say, around that 43, it's only kind of what, mid fourth round, I think. Early, 12, uh, early fourth round, isn't it, normally? It's eighth pick in the fourth round. Mm. So be, yeah, be about eighth pick in the fourth round. So I'm kind of thinking, yeah, like you, I'd probably be looking to get skill positions really rather than getting her. But I think he warrants where he is. I just wouldn't pick him myself. Yeah, I think if if you're someone who wants a quarterback and to outperform where they're projected, he could be your guy. Yeah, and you know the people that are behind him, I get exactly why he's above him as well. Like I wouldn't be picking Trevor Lawrence above him. I wouldn't be picking Dak. I wouldn't be picking Deshaun. I wouldn't be picking Tua because of some risk. Well, I think Tua could have a good season, as you would have heard in the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, see, I don't. Time. I'd actually rather wait for Tua than pick Herbert in the fourth. I'd rather wait as well for Tua than pick Herbert. I'd agree with that. Um, but I think their ADPs are justified. I just think I'd rather wait because, you know, I think he's Tua's better value around that into the eighth, start of the eighth, rather than the fourth round on Herbert. Yeah, I agree. Shall we move to running back? Yeah, swiftly on. So we've got Austin Eckler, RB2, ADPs four. Would yep. you like a nice little? You like my stats, don't you? Would you like a little? Oh stat? yeah, go on. Give me a big stat. This is a big one, and especially in fantasy, no one has scored more touchdowns in the last two seasons than Eckler. He's a red zone machine. He's a, he was RB one last year. He gets the volume on the ground. He gets the pass catching work. Herbert loves him. I I think he can be RB one again this year. So, I think he can as well. And actually, where he, where he's going is probably about right, I think, as well. Yeah, I, about, I, think, I think the only reason he's going a bit later this year is because people seem to be more on wide receivers. But he's definitely number two running back. Definitely. I think I think so. Um, I think after CMC and Eckler this year, there's a bit of a drop-off. They're, they're their own tier. I think it's a huge drop-off. And I think... I see a lot of drafts where Chase, well, Chase is going ahead of him in almost every draft. I see, I see Chase go ahead of CMC as well. I'm not drafting Chase ahead of CMC in Eckler. One of those is like a hero running back and then go wide receiver, wide receiver for the next few rounds, personally. Yeah. So for me, the thing what makes me as well like Eckler a bit more is they've got Kelly and Spiller behind him. Spiller was a bit of a boy classes and we didn't see him. Yeah. Kelly will just get the odd touches here and there, like if Eckler gets a knock. So he's got he's he's RB one clear, no no real competition. And then also with the wide receivers and their injury history, he's got. I yeah. think they're going to have to be forced to use him a lot in the uh, pass catching as well. I think they would, and it definitely showed last year um, at the start. If you look at the start of the season, I think you know he, he was getting his eight to ten possibly more touches in the receiving work. Yeah, so I think the analysis on Eckler, he's a ga- he's a game winner for you, a league winner actually. I think he could be a league winner. I, 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 as you say, I think the drop-off from Eckler to the rest of the running backs compared to the wide receivers and, and Eckler also, he's only had one season where the injuries have affected him in those 
seven years of his uh, six years, sorry, of his NFL career, which is quite unusual for a running back. But um, I, I, you know, I take that as a little bit of thing to have a bit of good faith as well that he probably wouldn't get injured again. Yeah. So, should we move on to the wide receivers? Yeah. So we'll start off with the wide receiver one, Keenan Allen. He's wide receiver fifteen. ADP is 44. He's going before DK Metcalf, Cooper, Samuel, Ridley, D-Hop. Now, he was injured last season and he only played 10 games and he is ageing. Now, I know Herbert does love him. You know, he does get a massive volume share. But I'll be honest with you, I'm fading him this year. Mm. I I think... Yeah, I am fading him. I ha- I don't think I've took any share. I'm a massive Allen fan. I think he's really talented. I just think injuries, age. I just yeah. I I I prefer picking someone like D Hop before him personally. Yeah, I'd prefer you know, and I prefer D Hop, and I definitely prefer Ridley as well, because I think Ridley's got the opportunity to be, you know. We've, we've, he's got that bit of upside ceiling that you think oh, he could come back and be as good as he was. But Alan, ha- you know, he has slowed down. You can't kind of disagree with it. He's never really scored more than 260 points, really, in the last five, six years. And in the way the game's going at the moment, 260 is not a world beating wide receiver. They need to be closer to your 300s and it's really do any of those around him have the ceiling to get to those 300s I think they do but I don't think he does and that's why I'd rather pick the others just because I think if you take them you've got more of an upside Keenan Allen keep you competitive but I don't think he's going to win you a league no I agree but D Hop could like Ridley could you know if you know D, if Debo can get some good work he might DK has them big weeks as well, doesn't he? Cooper. Yeah, so Browns are going to be a pass first team now. Yeah, like it could be, and somebody's got to take uh, the volume there, and it's not the most competitive um, team for quality in their skill positions, is it? So apart from Chubb for the running. So yeah. So So, yeah, I completely agree. I think Allen. Fade. I probably wouldn't be picking him. I would fade him. Yeah. So let's move on to Big Mike. Big Mike Williams, wide receiver, thirty-three, ADP is sixty-eight. Now I don't like drafting him in uh in redraft, but in best ball, I love him because he has he's he's your boom or bust wide receiver. Now my biggest uh, concern with him is when Keenan Allen got that injury, before Mike Williams was going to step up. And he just never. And Johnston, the lad that just drafted Johnston, he's a big wide receiver. He can stretch the field. So with Williams' injury record, now I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not touching him apart from best ball, which I do like him in because, like I say, the boom will bust. I mean, yeah, he missed four games last season. And then, you know, the season, four seasons before, he only missed one game. Is that his record? Oh, it feels like he's out a lot more. It than feels that. like it's more, but like, 2021, he played 16 of 17 game season. But is he one of, that, he's one of them, isn't 16. it? It's like Darren Waller played more games than people thought last season, but he wasn't fit. But the, but the re yeah, but the the big reason I'm not picking him around there 
is because, again, the players around him, I think, have a better ceiling. His ceiling is probably about where he is. Right? He could. He could. He's had one season where he's had top 15. The rest of his time, he's been outside the top 30. And that's why he's at 33. Because apart from that 12, the best he's had is a 232s. Why would why would you pick him, you know, ahead of some of the people that are around him? Would you would you rather have you, you know if you're expecting Rudy to have a good year, you might think Kirk might not have as good a year as last year. But would you rather have Christian Kirk or Mike Williams? You know, if Marquise Brown is fit at the Cardinals, I know they're not going to be a pass first team, but they're going to have to pass to somebody at some point, and they might actually have to start passing anyway because they're so behind in games because yeah. they're going to be crap. Would you rather have Marquise Brown or Mike Williams? I'd rather have Marquise Brown because he could be top 20. Mike Williams, I don't think, has got much chance of top 20. You know, even JSN, I'd rather take a punt on him being an absolute oh, yeah. flyer from yeah. season one. And even Deontay Johnson at Steelers, I'd rather have than him because Deontay Johnson, although I don't think he's got necessarily the... You know, he's not got the best situation, you know, at the Steelers in the offence... But he's much better wide receiver, in my opinion, than Mike Williams. It's again, I'm fading him. I am not going to pick him up when the rest of them are. I'd even rather have Pickens than him. So we're fading two wide receivers. Are we going to fade the third? Quentin Johnson, their first round pick. Wide receiver 47, ADP of 107. For me, with Allen and Williams' injury record, Chargers have got a high passing volume. I actually like him there. I think a massive upside on him. Might come later on in the season, but I think at that range, 107, what's that, about around 9, 10? Yeah, I mean, 107 You know, you're going to have your first two, three wide receivers, aren't you, boy, then? You definitely would, especially in the current current drafts. Like Everyone's going wide receiver. Well, most people are going wide receiver heavy early. So most people will have three by then. What I like about him is I think, you know, if we're not quite sure on Mike Williams, if we're not quite sure on Keenan Allen, and we, you know, and we know Herbert's more than capable, is Johnson the guy that could become the target? And he might not become it straight become straight away, but if you've already got three wide receivers, he could be the, the guy that by the end of the season is getting enough volume and could be getting you those big points, big weeks, and could be a league winner. Could be. He could also be a rookie that fades and we never see him. But I'd rather take a punt on him, you know, even if he gets close to being a league winner and he, he, you know, he's getting, you know, close to those 20-point weeks. He's going to be a lot higher in the rankings of wide receivers at the end of the season. Than probably some of the people around him in the in the draft. I mean, sure. we spoke about Tony, who's in a much, I think, you know, it's just that KC muddy wide receiver room, and you're never really sure who's going to be wide receiver two behind Kelsey. Brandon Cooks at Dallas. Do we really think he's going to be as fantasy relevant when he's behind the likes of CD Lamb? And they've got Gallup there as well. Who you know? Yeah. So they've got they've got mouths to feed there. Michael Thomas, I mean, we know what he's capable of, but he's not been capable of that I'm for not, the last three I'm seasons. I'm not touching Michael Thomas ever again. <laughs> I don't, exactly, you wouldn't, because he burned you the last 
two or three seasons. And then, of course, obviously you've got the likes of Juju, Gabe, and then another rookie wide receiver in, say, Flowers. So for me, around there, I think Quentin Johnson's actually quite good value. Yeah, I like it. I really like him. And I think his ceiling can be massive. Chargers is a high-volume pass offense, so they're going to be sure. Firing. So you got to look at him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Move on to tight end. Yeah. Everett. So he's tight end 16. ADP of 156. But another little stat for you. He's never been higher than tight end 12 in any fantasy season. And what year was that? No, I can't remember. Was it last year? Last year, yeah. Um, Yeah, he had 556 yards, four touchdowns. For me, I quite like drafting Everett. When I've took, you know, like a flyer on Chig or Kincaid. Because I think he's one of them you can plug him in. in. He can do a solid job. Not going to win your league, but he'll keep him competitive in certain games. So, What I will say about... See, I'm not as keen on him. Because if you look at where he scored the points in that last season, what was the other factor when he was scoring the points? He was scoring most of those big... His, his biggest weeks were 14, 13, 17, um, and another 13, and an 11. Now, there is, so Most of those were in the first seven games of the season. Who was injured in the first seven games of the season? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Mike Williams isn't reliable, so they relied more on Everett. That's what I think. But we're saying they won't get injured again this year with the records. But, they, but now they've got Johnson. So for me... If you're high on Johnson and you're high on Everett, no, I, I, I don't know. I I I I think he's got. I think he just had him. But you know, his snap percentage did go down in some of it as well, um, and his his targets went down. But do you not think though, as a tight end two, he's a solid option who can have high upside? I don't mean him as your tight end one, as your tight end two. Maybe. He's getting picked about that throughout that round 14. So then, I, personally, you know, you, you might pick him because you don't want to gamble that the other tight ends that are more valuable later on are gone, which can happen. It's happening to me in best ball drafts all over the time at the moment because I keep leaving the tight ends late. And then all of a sudden there's a run and I'm like, oh, crap, I've got nobody. But I'd rather get Kasiki four rounds later. I'd rather get likely as a flyer at the end. And I'd rather get um, Conklin. I mean, we go about, we go, yeah. go, when we get to tight ends, we talk about Conklin every time. He's a flyer at the end as well. Yeah, Conklin's a good And flyer. I'm kind of thinking, it, what I would say about Everett is, I don't know if I want to waste a pick on a tight end two unless I'm taking somebody who I really think is worth more value. See, the only reason I'm taking Everett a bit is just because more tight end ones seem to be either Chig or Kincaid. Mm. So yeah. I just I have to then pull the trigger on a more solid number two as that hope. I think Everett can have... just I like the Chargers' offence and they throw a lot, so I think Everett will have them bigger games. Yeah. I think it also... But... Yeah. I think it also depends on, obviously... The amount of rounds you've, well, the amount of bench spots you've got in your yeah, redraft. For sure. 
Because if it's a shorter re- if it's shorter redraft, I wouldn't be taking a. Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. Two, so. But if you've got a bit more bench space, then 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 maybe. Yeah. Cool. So that is the Los Angeles Chargers. I hope you enjoyed it, and hope you're as high as we are on Quentin Johnson. If you're not, then you should be. And we'll see you. Well, we won't see you next time. It will be the boys from TH Fancy Football who will be moving to the AFC South. So we'll see you once they're done and we'll be going into the NFC. Thanks very much for listening. Ta-da. This is your go-to podcast for the breaking news across the NFL. While breaking down how this might affect your fantasy team's success. Are you ready to be a champ? Then welcome to Fields of Fantasy.